Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight program Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with week 6, day 5, opening with our Bible verse of the day coming from Job 1-3. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. Today we are going to touch on one of the oldest books in the Bible that happens to deal with hope. In order to get healthy, we need hope. I see many people thinking a diet is going to fix their hope problem. A healthy diet provides the necessary building blocks for a healthy mindset, but it does not give us hope. Even a celebrity diet and trainer are not the answer to hope. Hope actually has nothing to do with our circumstances. In order to demonstrate this, we're going to take a look at someone with a hope so inspiring it is legendary, even though he practically went through hell and back before any of his hopes were actually realized. Job was a good, upright man, obedient to the Lord. So Satan dared God to take everything away from him, his family, livelihood, and property. Because he was convinced once Job lost everything, he would curse God to his face. However, instead of cursing God, Job worshipped him. Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Job 1.21. After Job was inflicted with boils, Job's wife finally said, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. However, Job still refused to curse God. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble Job? 2.10. When his friends heard how great Job's suffering was, they sat with him for seven days without speaking. Soon after, Job's friends assumed he must have done something terribly wrong to bring this calamity on himself. Yet, Job still spoke as if all of his hope remained in the Lord. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end, he will stand on the earth. Job 19.25. In the meantime, Job did answer his critics. He maintained he was not at fault. He also prayed for relief, but none came. You would think he would have long given up on God by now, but not Job. He remained faithful while maintaining his hope in the Lord. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Job twenty-three twelve. Finally, the Lord came out of a storm to ultimately explain to Job there were certain things Job would never understand this side of heaven. The same is true for you and me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Job 38, 4 through 7. On and on it went. The message here is that the faster we recognized we are not God and he is, the faster we will stop trying to figure out things we are not meant to figure out the side of heaven. If we can't even understand how the existing things we see on a daily basis came into being, how can we expect to understand mysteries or how or why they occur? Finally, Joe put his hand over his mouth in complete awe. I spoke once, but I have no answer. Twice, but I will say no more. Job 45. Below are the five things about hope I learned from Job. 
They help me to better understand not understanding. I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. Job 42.2 No matter what anyone does to you or your family, God's plan for your life and your children will not be thwarted. He knows the number of your days as well as what he is calling you and your children to complete in the time allotted. He also has plans for you and your family in heaven. His view can be compared similar to a parent's who can see the bigger picture a child is not quite able to wrap his head around yet. Surely I spoke of things I did not understand. Job 42, 3. Job realizes he has no idea of how God does things or why he allows certain things. None of us do. It is not necessary because we are not God. We must trust God and not our circumstances since we don't have the knowledge of the breadth or the depth of God's plan. There are many people who are unhappy because they are unable to accept that there are certain things they will never understand until we see Jesus. Spending time lamenting this reality during our short time on earth is futile. Things too wonderful for me to know. Job 42, 3. You're better off spending time in awe of the majesty of the glory of God and his creation. If you fail to do this, you will limit your view of his omnipotence. This leads you to assume he can't fix your small problem or heal you. This equals no hope. By assuming his reactions and responses should match ours instead of ours aspiring to be more like his, a storehouse of blessings is often left on the table. Job's hope remained in God, even though he didn't know what God was going to do or how he was going to do it. Even if God did nothing, Job's hope still remained in the Lord. Listen now and I will speak. I will question you and you shall answer me. Job 42.4. God listens. He wants you to talk to him. You will have to answer to him at some point. However, he also longs to reveal to you what you need to hear when you need to hear it. He wants you to flourish. He wants us to have hope. My ears had heard, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I despise myself and I repent in dust and ashes. Job 42, 5 through 6. For lack of a better word, you and I will be awestruck in the presence of the Lord. In his presence, we will need to repent because we will be overwhelmed by his glory. Even though there were times Job felt forgotten and persecuted, he was always esteemed in the eyes of the Lord. Because of this, the Lord healed Job and blessed him with more children, seven sons and three daughters, while twice restoring the number of livestock he previously owned. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. Job 42.12, although Job was greatly and exceedingly rewarded, this was not the point of Job's suffering. He was not suffering in order to get more stuff or replace a family he could never replace. My meager mind suggests that Job suffered for two reasons, first, to glorify God, and second, to take his intimacy with God to the next level. This also prepared Job to take on greater things. The same applies to you and I. In order to do all God has called us to do for his glory and our good, you and I will suffer. This happens for the same two reasons, as an opportunity for God to manifest his glory and as an opportunity for us to gain an insight we are unable to gain any other way. This also prepares us to take on greater things for the kingdom. Suffering is a part of our sanctification. When you are suffering, do not let go of God. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Genesis 32:26. Today's reflection, God hope. Today's action, listen to worship music to change your brain. 
Number two, meditate on God's word in order to give you hope. Put key verses on your phone and on your index card. Start and end your day on a high note with the Lord. Number three, listen to online church services or attend them in person even better. You can always sit in the back. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 